Thunder Media. He's owned a team for less than a year and has already sacked a driver and resurrected a young driver's supercar career. And it just seems like every time he gets in the car, he, he just feels that much more comfortable and he, he, he and that much more confident. Peter Zubaris looks at how supercars has been so far this year as he gets set to go to New Zealand. Surprising when you ask the question, what do you want out of this? You, you know, it, sometimes it, it actually surprises you what they what they really want out of it. Peter Zebras not pulling any punches on this week's Inside Supercars. And it starts now. Hi, I'm Chaz Mostert. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen. And you're listening to Inside Supercars. This program is brought to you by P1 Australia Racing Components, the designer of the oil heat mats for dry sump tank applications. Find out more about the truths on engine oil heating at p1australia.com. From the racetracks across Australia, and here's Inside Supercars. Welcome to Inside Supercars, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravel, and we've got another man back on the show, Peter Zabiris of Premier Racing. Uh, Peter, welcome back. It's uh, terrific because last time uh, I spoke to you, we were pre the final of your championship for last year. And of course, you went on to win back to back top fuel first and top fuel dragster championship. So, congratulations on that. Yes. Thanks, Tony. And, and hello. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah. No, that was, uh, uh, we, had a, we had a good season. It was a, uh, um, it's a tough season like they all are, but uh, now we come home with the chocolates, so uh, very happy. One of the nice things for you guys would have been that your your supercar team could go and celebrate on the Saturday night, albeit fairly muted or Sunday night um, celebrations, because it's uh, wonderful to have the two teams there together. Yes, that's the first time we've ever raced in front of a, a supercar um, crowd. Um, so... It's it's it was actually pleasing because you know a, a lot of typical and and um, you know drag racing fans know what to expect, but um, there were so many supercar fans that on on the Sunday just yeah approached me and just couldn't believe what they saw and heard and felt. Um, so it was just it was just nice to um, you know to to do it in front of a, a different crowd and 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 like you said to have the two teams together. Um, was was uh, was pretty special. Steve Beck, yep. a lovely, lovely guy. I got to know him well when he was in Calder and Bob Jane and then That's Pro him. Car with Ross Farmer. The very uh, small conversation I had with him at Tail and Bend was that um, I think you could be marking your calendar for a few more of those joint drag racing supercar events. So that would be a, a wonderful thing to happen, wouldn't it? Oh, uh, look, yeah, 100%. Any time that we can... We can show off our craft in in front of a different crowd, and and um, you know, uh, you know, just 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 seeing the, the look on people's faces is uh, is is payment enough. So for for us, it's uh, it's it's really great if we can do that. It's been a a pretty tough year for you. You you had changed drivers, so to speak, or jockeys or spark plugs, as they're known sometimes. 
yeah. mid-season. It was after Hidden Valley that Gary Jacobson uh, left the team. Now, I understand why you know, they're never easy things. I mean, we've only got to look at the very public R- Ricciardo and uh, McLaren and Alpine and all that sort of mess that happens in Formula One world. But on a much lower level, but uh, you know, of great importance to both Gary and your team, was yeah. that you changed drivers. Oh, look, I don't really want to say publicly what happened. At the end of the day, um, you know, the Jacobsons have got their side of the story and I've got mine and and it's it's an internal you know, problem, I suppose, and I, I think, you know, the right thing to do is, is keep it that way. One of the things that happened was that you brought James Golding in. Now, I don't know how much you know Gary and Barry Rogers. They uh, combined have done a, an awful lot for the sport. And uh, to be able to give uh, James that return to supercars was obviously very pleasing because, you know, you're only as good as your last result and all those sort of things. But uh, at Sandown, he gave you a top 10 qualifying and top 10 in a race that the team so richly deserved. Yeah, so um, James, James was one of many... You know, people that we thought of and and um, you know had had written down and and it was the reason James got the the gig you know, over anyone else was you know we just we just felt by depending on the people we spoke to we just got a really good feel and a good vibe about him and and I've got to say um, you know he's done three races with us so far and and it just seems like every time he gets in the car he he just feels that much more comfortable and he, he, he and that much more confident and and as you said it's you know he's he's given us our first top 10 qualifying which we've been chasing all year and 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 a top 10 finish um i just feel like with his talent and his drive and his um you know just his hunger um he'll he'll just keep getting better uh, every race as we go along he gave you a bit of an inkling on Saturday, of course, at Sandown because um, he climbed 12 places from uh, 25th up to 13th and um, a pretty monumental effort in the company he's in there. Yeah, without a doubt. So, um, look, there's obviously, you know, there's a lot of reasons why drivers can can go up and go down in the field and, and all the rest of it. And, and sometimes you can just be, you can just be, you know, blame lucky and, and, you know, you, you can gain a few spots even just in your, in your pit stops and there's many factors, but, but clearly um, he's, he's extremely good. And, and um, like I said, you know, we, you know, we, we're still all learning together and um, for him to be, you know, doing as well as what he is, in this uh, early stages, it, it's just it's very positive for the team. Chris, on the other hand, is very experienced, has been around the game a long time. One of the yep. things is he's been very good in uh, accumulating the sponsors that are needed to go racing. Uh, we're just wondering, though, looking at the cost versus benefit sort of thing, um, obviously Chris brings one part of the equation, that being the financial uh, resources to, to run the cars, his results have been, well, I mean, quite frankly, I've been rather amazed looking back over the entire 26 races to date, and he just hasn't seemed to have been moving forward. Yeah, now, look, look, Chris is consistent, which is which is a good thing. He, he brings the car home in, in relatively one piece, and he, he's, he's one of those drivers that you can bank on that he'll, he'll keep it on the black stuff and, 
and do silly things. So that's that's a, a big positive. Um, look, you know, over the weekend, Chris did finish twelfth, uh, I think it was. So um, he does look. Honestly, there is there is some positive signs there as well. Um, probably is not as many as what you know Chris or I or the team would like, but. Um, for varying reasons, you know, we've we've uh, we've been caught up in other people's problems or or our own problems. But um, no, look, look, Chris is Chris is solid and and um, you know he is giving it his best. Going to New Zealand, obviously a flyaway for the team, which you know, haven't had so far to date. You'll be on the ground there at Pukekohe. Yeah, that's correct. Um, it's a it's a wonderful track. Are you, have you got much time in New Zealand, Peter? Uh, no, I um. I believe I'm probably flying in on it's either Thursday or Friday. Not too sure. Um, there for the weekend, and then then straight back, straight back to uh, to Sydney, um, back to work after that. On so either Sunday night or Monday morning, I'll be flying back. So not a not a, a great deal. With everything that's on the cards for Supercard teams, how are you approaching next year? And can you? Give us an idea of how the the budget's working when you've got brand new cars and you own more than just the cars you've got in your team. Is there, in your opinion, going to be a really strong second-hand market for cars or is it going to be you're going to have all these cars in the garage and you're also going to have your new Gen 3 cars? Um, so, the, the, the you know, your question about the, you know, strong market, that all depends on how you know how strong Super Two is and Super Three. So you know, whilst those two categories, if if they stay strong and healthy, then then the the requirement for you know main game cars as they get passed down will will stay high and strong. Um, as you know, there's there's quite a strong um, desire to own you know race-winning race cars, um, you know, of yesteryear and, and current cars. So, no, I think that, I think whether whether they, you know, collectors buy them or racers buy them, whatever it is, there's, there's always plenty of, um, you know, plenty of requirements for these cars. When you consider the involvement of changing from the cars we have now to the new cars, is that a model where we're going to heavily controlled racing car parts and heavily controlled series that you're comfortable with the the future um i imagine it's not sort of the way you do top fuel racing uh no so um you know look i think i think supercars needs to do something um to re-engage the fans um you know with the the whole holden and ford rivalry basically gone um you know we, we've got to do something and I, I i think what they're you know trying to do um is is a good thing it's um you know they're trying to they're trying to get basically the the driver to have a lot more input into the into the car so right now if if uh you know you could have probably not not the best driver but with the best team and the best engineers and best everything else and he'll shine and you can have, you know, how many really good drivers um, seem to be struggling at times. And, you know, everyone's going to understand that sometimes the difference between the first place and 25th place is, you know, 0.1, 0.2, 0.3 of a second. There's, there's not a hell of a lot in it. So, um, 
the, you know, the idea with, with this new Gen 3 is it's uh, less aero, um, you know, and, and more more driver input, which I think will um, hopefully, you know, uh, change things around and hopefully, you know, get a few more different names on the podium. You said at the beginning of the year to Tony that you were going to be sitting on the bus and going for the ride. Are you still comfortable with that position? Uh, yeah, definitely. Like it's it's definitely been a, a learning year, and we're still learning. And um, but I still feel like we've we've learned a lot, and we're we're going to be, be so much better for it come next year. Um, if you know, if like if I if I hadn't done this year and stepped up next year, then I think we we would have been definitely way behind the uh, the eight ball, but. Um, I, I honestly feel that we, you know, we will be able to stand on the on the on the start line uh, next year and actually feel confident that we've we can, you know, we can hopefully rub shoulders with these other guys and hopefully, uh, you know, put on some good results. Talking with uh, Matt and Dan um, at both Tail and Bend and Sandown, um, the one big change, of course, you brought is uh, a new premises for the team. The supercar team is separate from your drag racing, um, so they're fitting in well there. That's that's working out well in terms of you know being able to do pit stop uh, practice and things like that. Yeah, look, there's a lot of things we've got to do. So at the moment, um, you know, we're we've we've been in there for a few weeks now, and and just like you know when you move into a new home, um, you know, there's still a few things in boxes that you've got to unpack and find find uh, you know, things in their place and and all that sort of stuff so um, no look the boys are settling down it's 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 um, it, you know we, we, we're just doing more and more to, to make it more comfortable and user friendly and um, and hopefully that will uh, that will you know add some more 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 to the team if you cast your mind back to a year ago it hadn't really entered your mind I don't think from what our conversations have been that uh, of buying a team, I mean that obviously developed very quickly in a very short space of time over the Christmas period. Looking back now, can you think about how? Gee, am I going to own one of these teams one day? Maybe the process to get there. It been enjoyable. Yeah, look, it's. Um, I always knew it was going to be difficult. Like this is a, a tough game, and yeah. some of these some of these other teams have have been doing this for ten and twenty and thirty years. Um, so they were always going to have something on us, and and you know I, I would have been foolish to think that I could turn up on day one and and, and match it with them. But um, you know I truly believe that we've we've entered and and competed and haven't embarrassed ourselves. I think you know we're we're comfortably mid pack, and I think we're starting to slightly get a little bit further up the front now, and and um, you know. Sometimes you, you stand on the on the start line when you do the grid walk, and yeah, definitely there's still cars in front of you. But but I can I can um, you know proudly say that you, when I look backwards, there's, there's cars behind us too. So um, yeah, I think we're in a good place. I think we've uh, we like I said, we've learned a lot, and um, I, I still think you know we've still got a long way to go. But um, I, I don't think we're embarrassing ourselves in any way, shape, or form. Uh, no, I don't think that for a minute, Peter. Of course, uh, the big one is, is something uh, at Bathurst. Have you been to a thousand k race there? but uh, as a spectator, many times, uh, yes, but never as a team owner. When, when was the last time you were there as a spectator? 
Uh, well, the last few years, actually. Yeah, no, like, um, yeah, I've been coming up the last few years, and and um, you know, as I've been sort of getting more and more involved, um, you know, I had more access to pits and all the rest of it. But yeah, no, no, most of the times I was, I was just, you know, Johnny Average just walking around and as a spectator. Now that you're in in the game and more than just a sponsor, you're, you're part of the the furniture. Yeah. How do you see the business-to-business aspects of what supercars can do for Premier Hire? Yeah, now look, we've um, that's that's something that will is helping us, and um, you know whether it's you know sponsorship on the car rights, um, you know the social media side, the track walks, you know all, all the things that that, um, and you just got to try and understand your your, your customer, your client. Some people. Just want a sticker. Some people want, you know, interaction. Want to meet the driver, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So there's there's so much, um, you know, interaction and and positives that are, that are coming out of it. And 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 um, I believe it is it is good for business. Peter, one thing, of course, your team has a very uh, two very high profile brands. That being Subway and Coca Cola. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering because. In the time, the 20-something years I've been involved in the sport, we've seen it move from a free-to-air to now just six rounds a year. Um, is that something that you are going to have an input into in saying that you need more television exposure? As in for Premier? And and also Subway and Coke, you know? Yeah, so, again, everyone's in it for a different reason. Um so you know, I don't really want to comment on what what our two major sponsors really want out of this, but um, it, sometimes it's 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 actually surprising when you ask the question, "What do you want out of this?" You, you know, it, sometimes it, it actually surprises you what they what they really want out of it. No, I, it doesn't surprise me at least, Peter, because I know full well that um, when you're uh, at a track like Sandown, which is obviously very close to the Melbourne Central. And, and you're able to deliver a result with lots of places made on Saturday and Sunday, that, that is an enormous fill-up for your, those brands of, of Coke and, and Subway. Correct. And, and look, you know, um, the whole, this whole business, uh, supercar business, it's, it's a results-driven business. So, um, yeah, definitely, definitely running towards the front is, um, is where we want to be and what the sponsors want and and what everyone else is associated. So, it, you know, it's definitely a win-win situation if if you're doing well. Well, Peter, thank you so much for joining us again on Inside Supercast. I look forward to catching up with you at Bathurst, hearing of your New Zealand tales. I'll certainly be watching the races over there. It's a wonderful little track, and I'm sure you'll have a great time there. I hope your whole team has the results that you so richly deserve. Thank you, Peter Zabiris. Thank you very much, guys. I really appreciate it, and hopefully we can talk soon. Inside Supercars is produced by Thunder Media. Tune in next time for more or lock in the podcast on your iTunes or mobile device. Search Inside Supercars. The views expressed on Inside Supercars, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect the views of the network, Thunder Media or Sport Radio. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited.